You're listening to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. The doctor will see you now. Thank you. 
Well, thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to yet another week of the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. This evening, we have one of the biggest guests that I think that we could ever have on the show. And I'm talking about a guy that has won two Grammy Awards. He's played on over 600 recordings, played with the Brecker Brothers, played with Steps Ahead, played with Weather Report, played with the names in the jazz genre. And I'm talking about Mr. Peter Erskine. He's here on the show joining us. Uh, from Los Angeles via FaceTime. And and Peter, thank you so much for agreeing to be on this show. This is going to be so cool. I can't tell you, man. Thank you, Colin. I appreciate the invitation, and hello, everyone. So, ladies and gentlemen, Peter Erskine has got a brand new recording, which we uh, we played here at the top of the show. The recording is called Dr. Um, and, uh, and it's on his uh, record label, which he could talk a little bit about. Um, and so... Uh, let's dive into that a little bit later, but Peter, you know, you have got such an illustrious background and, uh, I mean, playing from playing, starting off playing in the, in the Stan Kenton big band and then moving to the Maynard Ferguson big band. What was that like back in the day? Well, um, back in the day, the, the big bands really were the, uh, the doorway, you know, the portal or the, the entry for most jazz musicians, uh, to to break into the the world of music um and of course there were a lot of uh, high profile small groups traveling around the country uh, touring bands were still very much a part of of the music scene uh nowadays it's it's much harder to travel non-stop with a band but gosh when i when i joined the kenton band we were on the road over 50 weeks the first year wow it was just non-stop um you know, uh, I I had gone to the Kenton summer music camp starting when I was seven years old. Uh, some of my campmates who I, I didn't know at the time, but I got to know later, included Keith Jarrett, Don Grolnick, David Sanborn, Randy Brecker, Gary Burton, uh, Jim McNeely, Lou, Lou Marini Jr. Uh, I have a I have a couple of the, the camp group photos, and you can see all these. You know, incredible musicians, kind of like the musicians of of the future, back in the early '60s. So, uh, we were all like, you know, kind of into the big band thing. Uh, by the time I, I joined, and, and I was only 18, of course, my my uh, listening taste had had veered towards, uh, you know, fusion. What was happening with Miles's band and Weather Report and uh, Chikoria and the Mahavishnu Orchestra, all the stuff. So all of a sudden, I had to kind of go go back to school. Here I am, a college dropout on the road, and now I'm really in the big-time university of trying to learn how to play the Kenton music stylistically correct. You know, it was kind of in my blood, but uh, it was a great three-year learning opportunity. So as much as I like to learn, I went back to college, then got called out uh, to the road again uh, to work with Maynard Ferguson, which then led to my meeting Jocko Pastorius, which led to Jocko recommending me to to join the band to replace Alex Acuna. So in in the summer of 1978, things really changed, and I I became a member of Weather Report. That is insane. Um, 
So, uh, so we'll get back to to that part of your career. Um, but let's play another tune from this new recording that you, that's called Doctor Um. You want to talk a little bit about this briefly? Uh, this next tune I got queued up is um, Hawaii bathing suit. Ah, <laughs> uh, one of my favorites. Um, you know the the, the concept of, of Doctor Um. The the subtitle is uh, you know it's Doctor Um and the Lost Pages, and. Uh, Co-producer John Beasley and I came upon the, this notion of let's play some music that deserves uh, a second chance. Some tunes that had been recorded and seemed to be living in obscurity or, or songs that, that had never gotten recorded at all. Hawaii Bathing Suit uh, was a tune that I had originally brought in to uh, an ECM session and Manfred Eicher hated it. Uh, so we shelved it and then I I tried submitting it uh, uh, f- to, to be used at a Japanese theme park. Uh, they hated it. Uh, <laughs> but then when I was going through my files, I said, you know what? This, this tune's got something going on here. So it's it's a real fun blowing vehicle. It, it's kind of weather report meets Sonny Rollins, Calypso meets kind of steps and all the all the cool kind of stuff. It's It's West Coast jazz, but definitely with a, with a New York or, or world music vibe. And my kids came up with the title. Ah, cool. Hawaii Bathing Suit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we here is uh, Peter Erskine's Hawaii Bathing Suit off of his brand new record called Dr. Um. Check it out. Thank you. 
Hawaii bathing suit off of Peter Erskine's brand new record, Dr. Um. And Peter is joining us via FaceTime from his home in Los Angeles today. Uh, real quick before we get back to more interview with him, if you like the Colin Truesdell Jazz Jam, please log on to Facebook and like the show on Facebook. And if you like the show and you want to hear more music and more interviews, please log on to iTunes and subscribe to a free podcast. And you can check out all the episodes that we've done in the last year or so. And every single episode, including this episode, will be up on iTunes, and uh, and we've got a lot of really cool shows coming up. So please stay tuned, and uh, and and all the information is up on Facebook. So back in the studio, though, I'm so excited. This is amazing to have Mr. Peter Erskine here, one of my uh, uh, heroes in music, and he's a living jazz legend, man. So um, you were talking about how you you had spent um, some time in the, the Kenton band, and the Maynard Ferguson band, and then if it couldn't get big enough. You you played for five records with Weather Report and uh, and what was that experience like? You got to cue us in, man. Uh, wow. Well, you know, looking back, I, I remember a couple things. One, um, a lot of a lot of laughing. We, we we really enjoyed being together and and playing together, and that was that was one of the key things about the band. You know. Uh, how we got along off the bandstand because uh, we, we just all really liked each other. And uh, that's part of the reason I think that particular group stayed together for so long. Um, the, the, the drum chair w- was a hot seat in that band. And, and a lot of drummers uh, played with the band. Um, there were a few times when, when, when the heat, got so intense I was I was considering you know I don't know if I need this maybe I'll just go home but but I always remembered that you know these guys know a lot more about this stuff than I do um, and so uh, again like the like with the big bands it was a it was a big learning experience meanwhile getting to play with Jocko was was just a joy I mean everything about him as a bass player uh, his uh, his rhythmic uh reliability and the incredible groove he played uh the uh harmonic choices he made which which is a big part of you know as a bass player big part of making uh, making the music move forward in a particular way and and then you know on the fretless i mean his intonation was flawless so getting to hear him play, getting to be right next to the man's fingers on, on the fretboard. You know, lucky is how I would term, mm-hmm. term it for myself. I mean, it was just every time he played, it was just like, wow. You know, I, and, and then to have Wayne Shorter also on the bandstand and then Zavano, I was, you know, I spent as much time pinching myself as I did playing because I, I just thought, am I dreaming? This is like unbelievable. Wow. So it, it was a lot of fun. And then Jocko was uh, such a good buddy. And he uh, he got me on the Joni Mitchell Mingus album. Uh, you know, Jocko uh, had, of course, collaborated a lot with Joni. Uh, when she asked him to, to work on Mingus, he said, yeah, I will on one condition that you, you call Peter to play drums. You know, wow. she never would have called me otherwise. So. I got a chance to work in the studio with her and, and, and of course, and that led to more and more other things. And all of a sudden I started doing some kind of, uh, all sorts of like 
bebop or post-bop albums for the contemporary label, which led to my first solo album. And, you know, I was living the, the California jazz fusion life, getting into the studio scene. Uh, decided, though, that, that I needed to move to New York. I had to start playing acoustic music. The, the weather report thing was loud, and I didn't like the way my touch was, was going. I, I, I said, I, I have to learn how to play in a club with an acoustic bass player and, and learn to play that kind of music. So, I mean, I knew, I knew how to play it kind of, but New York was, was, was a great education. And, and I spent a very, uh, fun and active five years there. Uh, eventually, uh, and, and during this time I was working with Jocko and his solo band, you know, we both left weather report about the same time. Uh, by the time I moved to California in 1987, moved here for good. Uh, so it's been almost 30 years that my wife and I have, have lived here. Uh, you know, I didn't get to see Jocko. Uh, well, I didn't know. You know, I didn't see him once I left New York. Uh, last time I saw him, I think, was down in, in Florida. Uh, we got to play together, and I was living out here, and then, uh, you know, got to got the terrible news that, that he had been beaten and, and then he died. The, the documentary that came out recently, uh, produced by Robert Trujillo, mm -hmm. directed by Robert Marchand, um, it's an incredible film. And now that it, it's, it's, it's viewable on Netflix and, and the DVD will, will be out or, or is out now. Uh, you know, everyone can see it. Um, I told my wife when, when I watched it, I said, you know, I feel like I got to, I got to spend two hours with, with my old friend again. Mm -hmm. um, they, 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 they do a terrific job telling a, a difficult story. Um, and I think it'll give a lot of people, those who were familiar with him, as well as those that maybe you're only remotely familiar, a sense of, of what an incredible musician what a, an incredible musical force and musical personality he was. Um, not too many Jockos come along in, in, in a lifetime. And uh, I, I, I'm glad that, that, that we met. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've seen the documentary and it is, it is awesome. And, um, and so ladies, Powerful. say it again. It's powerful stuff, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Very well done. Um, so thanks for sharing that, Peter. That That's very inspirational and uh, and very cool to hear a, a story like that. Um, let, let's play another tune. So this uh, this next track is um, featuring another a very amazing bass player that uh, and yourself on drums. But um, and, and I believe this is off a, a new record you guys have coming up. This is called uh, Each Breath. You want to talk a little bit about that? Okay. Well, this bass player is my nephew, Damien Erskine. Uh, and Damien met Jocko. Damien took lessons from, well, I don't know if Jocko gave him any lessons. Damien took lessons from Mark Johnson. Uh, and I went to Berkeley. And uh, he's just become a brilliant bass player. And, and he's a terrific guy. And, and I love touring with him because he's always the first one in the hotel lobby. And whenever my suitcase uh, arrives on the luggage ramp at the airport. He'll say, "I'll get that, Uncle Peter." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
uh, if I'm going to tour, I'll, I'll usually uh, tour with, with the band with him and, and this wonderful <laughs> pianist named Vardan Ofsepian, uh, another Berkeley grad. Uh, Vardan is from Armenia, and he, he just brings a remarkable harmonic language to, to my music. And uh, the simple chords you'll hear in this next tune, of course, they're mine. The really complex, sophisticated chords, those are Vardan's. Um, we call the band the Peter Erskine New Trio. Uh, this recording will probably come out sometime in the fall. You know, I've got, I've got boxes of these CDs. Uh, we haven't figured out when to release them yet because we're just coming out with the Bob Mincer Big Band thing and Dr. Um just came out. This, this CD label business is, well, I'm not, I'm not a very good businessman, but I do love making music. And so this album will be called In Praise of Shadows. And here's a tune uh, originally written for, actually I wrote it for choir, and then I, I did an arrangement for cello and marimba and for a friend of mine in, in Scotland, a wonderful cellist. Uh, and that arrangement kind of migrated into this trio setting. You'll hear me playing marimba, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's, it's kind of world music-y. It, it has a weather report vibe of sorts. Uh, I guess that's that's what this year has been about. This has been my year of of kind of gratefully acknowledging meeting head on this weather report thing and and I think hopefully then moving on. Anyway, here's each breath. Cool. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen.
Very nice. That was each breath off of an upcoming recording that um, Mr. Peter Erskine has coming out with his nephew, Damian Erskine. And so, uh, you know, we got uh, Peter Erskine in the studio FaceTiming us from Los Angeles. And over the break, we were talking a little bit about some very interesting and new uh, technology that Mr. Erskine has been developing um, through an app. And it's also uh, something tied to this new recording that uh, Bob Mincer, the Bob Mincer Big Band, it's called um, All L.A. Uh, what did you say the t- title of the album was called? The, the album is called All L.A. Band. And uh, a real brief history on that. You know, Bob played with the Buddy Rich Big Band for many years. Um, and if anyone's heard the, uh, the infamous tapes of Buddy yelling at his band, uh, there was one tape surreptitiously, surreptitiously uh, recorded, recorded in secret uh, by one of the band members. And uh, Buddy is backstage uh, at Disneyland at an old performance venue there. It's no longer in existence, the, the Carnation Plaza. Uh, it was right between Fantasyland and Frontierland. And uh, the big bands would, would perform there and, and Buddy's got the band in this small dressing room and, and he's not happy with the way they're playing and he was so impressed with the way the student band at, at Disneyland playing that you know marched around and, and also played a big band set. Uh, he compares his working touring band with the student band and then threatens that he's going to fire all of them that night and get himself an all L.A. band tomorrow. <laughs> so I just thought, well, this is an all LA band. You know, Bob's done all of his previous big band recordings, uh, many of which I've played on, uh, back in New York or, or back on the East Coast. So this was the first all LA uh, musician membership uh, for Bob Mitzer's music. And the band just did an incredible job. And, and what we did, we went in the studio. Uh, and we took the idea of the Music Minus One play-along, which I've already been working with in, in, in the world of apps and, and coming out with the Jazz Essentials Volumes 1 and 2 with Alan Pasqua and Dara Coles. And these can work as karaoke play-alongs, or you could be a pianist, bassist, drummer, minus one or two of the tracks, if maybe drummer, bass player buddies want to get together and play with Alan Pasqua. Um, the only play-alongs that I was seeing available in jazz uh, in terms of app uh, availability, a lot of MIDI stuff. And I said, no, we got to get some real musicians here. So we, we took the Jamie Abersold uh, Music Minus One time-tested thing, but we made it so that in one location, any number of musicians could access any of the tracks they wanted. Uh, so you weren't stuck buying just the Music Minus drums product. Uh, we, we experimented with an Afro-Cuban app, uh, the David Garibaldi Code of Funk app, where you get to play with Tower of Power and you can mix David's drum tracks, you know, instrument by instrument. So I thought the ultimate would be a big band play along that offers not only like the opportunity for a lead trumpet player or a soloist or a lead alto player or rhythm section member, but you know, second trumpet, first trombone, uh, bass trombone, alto, tenor, baritone sax, all the rhythm section instruments. 
the charts are provided. Uh, you can print them out or view them on your iPad. You can record yourself within the app and send it to your teacher or post it on social media. And we wanted to bring the big band experience, the joy of playing this music, to as many people as possible around the world. So uh, the app is free. Uh, the Bob Mincer uh, Big Band Essential app. It's just for uh, iOS devices, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending how you look at it. Uh, sorry, Android users. <laughs> uh, and we're going to repurpose it and get a, a, a desktop app so uh, any computer user uh, can use it. Uh, anyways, what, what happened as we were recording this, uh, the engineer, Tally Sherwood, wonderful engineer, said, man, you guys have to release this as a CD because the uh, uh, the manner of recording everything separately for the purposes of the app, you know, it's a counterintuitive way to make a big band recording, but the quality of sound, the separation uh, was just extraordinary. And we could really dial in the performances. So uh, it, while it was done, uh, I don't want to say piecemeal, but there was a specific production method. It doesn't sound cold. I hope people will, will hear that big band excitement coming through. The tune you're going to play is difficult for a non-Spanish speaking person to pronounce. <laughs> uh, Bob named it in honor of a, of a salsa club uh, back in New York. It was called El Club Cabro Yeno. Uh, C-A-B-O-R-O-J-E N-O, Cabro Nieno, I think is how you do it. So this is in honor of a really uh, swinging uh, club uh, that was up in Harlem. Um, and we hope you get the New York vibe from this all-L.A. band. Cool, man. Here's the Bob Minster Big Band uh, with Peter Erskine playing drums here on the Colin Truesdell Jazz Jam.
cool music from the new Bob Mincer uh, big band album that Mr. Erskine has been playing drums on. That, that's going to be called um, All L.A. Band, and that tune is called El Cabarojeño. I think that's how you say it. And over the break, I was checking out uh, the app that we were discussing earlier. And so this app, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a player, uh, it would be a really great resource to check out. So you can go online, and, and you can actually get uh, a couple of songs for free, uh, from this brand new Bob Mincer recording, and uh, and play along with it, and uh, it doesn't matter what instrument you play, they they have isolated the tracks. That's so really really cool stuff. It's kind of cutting edge, man. That's pretty serious. And and Mr. Erskine has a bunch of uh, recordings up there as well um, that that you can uh, play along with Peter Erskine as a bass player. How, how cool would that be, man? <laughs> well, thanks. Um, yeah, um, you could karaoke it if you're uh, you know i've heard stories of people uh, taking the app to gigs and then they just have their iphone or ipad playing through a little speaker and you know they'll play vibes or play flute or saxophone or trumpet whatever um it's it's been a fun thing to do and i was real lucky to to meet this developer uh, up in northern california who's a drummer his name is lucas ives and and he uh he totally gets it, and he knows all the under-the-hood kind of magic and voodoo to make this stuff work. Uh, so it's, it's been a real joy uh, doing that. So, you know, it all just kind of ties ties in together with, with what I do as an educator. You know, I teach at the University of Southern California, and uh, I'm real excited about a new thing. I, I, I just finished a, a, an intense week of videotaping uh, educational material content for artist works. Now, artist works is is uh, you know there are online video lessons. That in itself is is not that new or unique. But what's unique about artist works is that they have a video exchange system. It's, it's a patented setup. So students submit videos to me. They become part of the masterclass archive, and then I submit video replies back. Uh, the ArtistWorks folks are going to be coming to my studio, and we're going to get it all set up. So I'll be I'll be video ready any time of day. I got a nice studio where I live, and and uh, uh, it's part of the jazz tradition. I you know I think being a mentor, passing along, paying it forward, because we benefited everyone my age, you know, we all benefited from the great masters that we got to hear and meet as we were growing up. Um, and it's important to keep the connection between the music of the 60s and 70s uh, and the 80s uh, to the musicians of today. You know, it's funny, like we were talking about Jocko, I forget, oh, you know, there's generations of people that were born after Jocko had passed away. You know, they never got to see him play live. They they didn't hear him when the recordings came out. You know, it was such a mind blower. The, 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 so much of music back then in the in the late '60s and throughout the '70s, I, I say it, uh, I, I say it in my book, No Beethoven, and uh, and I've said it on other occasions where it seemed to be like a postcard from the future. You know, that was saying, "Hey, wish you were here." You know. Um, so, uh, it's all just part of that big kind of continuum, you know, and, and that's, that's what these recordings represent. Uh, 
that's what the educational stuff and the apps it's it's just trying to to complete some circles here mm-hmm. interesting very cool um well you want to play one more track off the uh the new bob mincer al- album this is called uh home basie you want to talk a little bit about that why not yeah uh it's it's a got a, a little bit of a thad and a, a bassy kind of vibe to the horn writing but uh the rhythm section feels uh well it's kind of a happy r&b i wouldn't say hip hoppy uh but it's got a nice big band backbeat kind of thing and it. it was a lot of fun to play and i hope you all will think it's a lot of fun to listen to uh bob menser what a great writer you know what bob speaking of education bob and i went to high school together oh I've really bob 1969. <laughs> um, so, yeah, probably my longest lasting musical association. So, in celebration of that, uh, here's to you, Bob Mincer, and the all LA band. And thanks for playing this, Colin. No problem. Here's Home Basie.
have just a couple more minutes here with Mr. Peter Erskine here on the show. Um, so something I like to try to get from people that have had long and extensive careers and successful ones is uh, some some words of wisdom. Peter, do you have any type of words of wisdom for aspiring musicians? Well, uh, number one, you know, you got to have fun when you play and 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 never take it for granted. Always try to remember, you know, how lucky we are to get to do this. And the music will always be there for you. Um, and when you when you learn to trust the music and trust yourself and the other musicians, uh, it's just a beautiful way to have a conversation with, with others. Uh, but in the, in the trenches, you know, when you're wrestling with, with a piece of music, uh, the one thing I learned uh, sitting in that hot seat of Weather Report and with other musicians and bands is, you know, try to remember not to take musical direction or, or musical criticism personally, all right? If someone speaks a little, little too directly to you about something, it's not a reflection on who you are as a human being. Um, so uh, I saved myself a lot of heartache uh, by remembering that, just figuring out that, hey, you know, we're, we're just all trying to make this, this stuff sound better. Uh, so if I learned anything, it's, uh, uh, it's to not personalize when people get personal. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Those are very good words of wisdom for especially, you know, musicians trying to get better. Um, yeah, you know, we're, we're all just trying to make the music sound as good as we can. Hey, I, I really appreciate the, the, the time and the, and, the, and the platform, Colin. Uh, I, I look forward to coming back onto your show. Well, yeah. I hope you'll invite me. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. It'd be amazing. Uh, cool. Well, you want to go out with uh, another sneak peek from, from the new trio? This is a, a Vardan of Sepian tune. It's got some, some cool little drum moments on it. Definitely. So uh, this is another another tune off of the album that you did with your nephew, right? Damien Erskine? Erskine? With Damien Erskine on bass. It's called In Praise of Shadows. It'll be out at some point in the fall. And uh, happy Labor Day weekend, everyone. And uh, drive safe. Awesome. Thank you so much, Peter. We really appreciate you being on the show. And ladies and gentlemen, please tune in every single Sunday night to at 8 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. Like the show on Facebook and please subscribe on iTunes. Take care, everybody, and we hope you enjoyed this show.